Listen to me, man. You have a great life in front of you. But your great life is in front of you. It's not behind you. What you did back there ain't got nothing to do with what God got for you. What you did back there was learn the lessons to get you to where you are at this particular moment right here. But what God got for you, do you know, man, that you can actually mess your life completely up? You can jack it all the way up and you can turn around and get it right. Do you know that you can be divorced multiple times and still be okay? Do you understand that you cannot have a degree and still be just fine? You want to know how I know? Because I'm telling you what I know. I lost everything twice. I don't know if you've ever lost everything before, but I've been bottomed out twice. I have seen rock bottom two times. I've been through some walls up in here, man. I'm just trying to tell you, man, God is really with you. Matter of fact, write a book on how to make it without God. Because I want to I read it. I want to read the first page. And then I want to read the last page because there ain't going to be but two. God is in the forgiving business. You can make all the mistakes you want to make or think you shouldn't make. God is in the get it together business. If you got dreams and visions, I got news for you. God is in the make your dream come true business. And you can listen to me and tell that I'm not a perfect person. I have my flaws. I am a flawed human being. But guess what? You are too. You ain't got it all together. I dare you to say you do. I make a lot of money, man. But guess what? I ain't got it all together. I'm hurting. I'm hurting, man. Everybody tripping through something. Everybody, I don't care who you are, you're going through something. But if you got God, you can make it. I'm just telling you this little piece of information. I don't see most of y'all most of the time. So you're sitting here, you're kind of looking at me a little bit odd. Why Steve talking like this stuff? I'm just trying to put you, put you on game. Cause let me tell you, all y'all want to be successful. And you want to be happy, but you got to get there. It's a shortcut to getting there. The shortcut to getting there is the relationship with God. If you try it without him, you're going to fail miserably. You're going to sink, man. It's going to be ugly for you. Identify your gift and get busy with it. God gave all of you a gift. Identify your gift. It is the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. That's your gift. Get busy at that. He put that gift inside of you. He didn't hide it under a rock or put it under the mountain or put it on the mountain somewhere. He put the gift in you. And when the alarm clock goes off in the morning and you ain't happy about it, you ain't doing what you want to do. See, you're fighting upstream. You're going against what God created you for. If your job makes you sick to go to, if you're unhappy with waking up to go to where you got to go, it's because you ain't living in your gift. Some people are born to be teachers, caregivers, nurses babysitters. Those are gifts, you know what I mean? If you're living in your gift, you're cool. It's just if you ain't. Telling jokes was a gift. They're just not just running, jumping. If you paint, you should be painting. If babysitting is what you really do, you should be babysitting. You're doing anything. If you fix cars, you work with your hands, you're supposed to be working with your hands. You do anything else, when that alarm clock go off in the morning, you ain't gonna like it. Now, if you waking up, you going down there, they ain't paying you what you want, you hate your coworkers. You're down there, your boss has no business being your damn boss. See, that's what messed me up. I didn't I didn't know what I had was a gift when I was growing up. I just stayed in trouble. Because I just fired it off. My gift is I could take anything, any piece of information and transpose it into comedy immediately. I don't have to think. It just, it just comes to me instantly. It's a gift. It's crazy. And when I was young, I didn't know how to control it. I just stayed in trouble. 
that I would hate to die and never do the thing I was born to do. You should look into that before you mess around and check out of here. As a kid, you know, I, I didn't know, but my, my gift is that I found out later on, I have the ability to think extremely quick and I can take any piece of information and transpose it into comedy immediately. That when you're a kid and you don't understand that, you get in a lot of trouble. You know, I, I didn't know what it was until I got older, that this was a gift, that that it, it did make room for me, that I became a stand-up comedian, which started with a dream of mine, and it led to where I am today. It's a lot of stuff that happened in between there. But your gift is the thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. That's your God-given gift, and everybody has one, and God gives it to you at birth. You don't have to go anywhere to discover it. It's not in the water. It's not on the mountaintop. It ain't hid under a rock. Your God-given gift is instilled in you at birth. If you pursue that as opposed to your passion, there lies your greatest chance for success. The problem with people is we don't, we don't, we don't pursue our gift oftentimes. We try to go get an education and make it think that's going to get us somewhere. And then we try to pursue a passion. If you identify that gift, man, that gift is the thing that that can make you great. I mean, it is what it is, you know, um, it's COVID. This is the first time that the entire world has had the exact same problem. I mean, we just have to deal with it, you know. It's not just happening for Americans. It's not just happening for the poor. Rich rich people catching it. You understand, this, this, this can attack anybody. So it's something we all got to pay attention to. A, a lot of people are looking at this the wrong way. There is a blessing in everything. Behind every moment of adversity in your life, there is a blessing and a lesson. Pain always leaves a gift. Always. It, it's not going to change for you. It's COVID for everybody. Say just you. Your world 42 ain't finna crumble because you got to change your career. You have to change your career. You just said it in the question. Maybe it was time for you to move on. Don't worry about the people that God has removed from your life. He saw things you didn't see. He heard conversations you couldn't hear. And he saw he made moves you wouldn't make. When, when a door gets shut, all you got to do is walk up the hall. It's modos. If this is God, could it be that there's a different door that he wants you to go through that was better than the door that got shut in your face? You have to live your life in the expectation of wonderful things happening. God is a merciful God. He didn't bring you this far to leave you. He didn't set you up to fail. You're tripping. You're tripping, man. He only wants to progress his children. That's all he want to do. Even if you're wrong, he forgives us. Just keep moving, man. It ain't nothing. It, this thing right here, really, man, you you got to look. So many good things have happened to me. Now, look, I used to have some painful moments in this like you. But, hey, I look, I look for the bright side, man. I expect something good to happen. Now, let me give you a little simple formula for goal setting. Okay? We take two, two and a half hours on the weekend for the whole 10-year plan. We don't have time for that tonight. But let me get you started with a little simple formula Mr. Schof gave me. And maybe this will be helpful. First of all, I've divided goals into two parts. First is long-range. Long-range goals. That's your dreams. 
your dreams for the next 3, 5, 10, 20, 30, 40 years, actually the rest of your life. Your dreams. You've got to keep dreaming. Ronald Reagan, president, said to the joint session of Congress a few weeks ago, the republic is a dream. And if we don't keep dreaming, we will lose the republic. Your better future is a dream for yourself and for your family. Where do you want to go? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? What do you want to see? You've got to dream dreams. There's a Bible phrase that says, without dreams and visions, people perish. You've got to have something to go for that inspires the heart and the soul. Dreams. From the children of Sanchez, it says, take the crumbs from starving soldiers, they won't die. Take the bread from hungry children, they won't cry. But without dreams, we all will die. You've got to dream. Don't lose your dreams for yourself, for your future, for your family. The dreams of love and enterprise and travel and doing things, becoming something unique on your journey here. Don't lose your dreams. Do some dreaming. That's long range goals. You've got to have those. So that's number one. Here's the second part of goals, short range. Short range goals. That's your goals for tomorrow, this week, this month, this year, the immediate future. We call these confidence builders. Because if you set up something short range, go for it, get it, latch, latch onto it, work hard, accomplish it. That starts building your strong feelings to go for your dream. Goal setting is not something you do just once. It's a continual process. Also, you must constantly check your progress toward your goals. You don't want to fall too far behind on, or worse, lose sight of, your important goals. Now, just as important as your long-range goals are your short-range goals. Your goals for tomorrow, next week, next month, six months from now. These are goals you can accomplish within the next year the immediate future. We call these goals confidence builders. When you work hard, burn the midnight oil, and accomplish these little things, it builds your confidence to go for your long-range goals. Write down in your notebook or journal all the little things you would like to have or accomplish in the next year. How you set up this list is up to you. You might want to break it down by week or by month. Set it up in whatever way works well for you. If you want to be successful in starting a business, then you study what people have learned and everything that people have learned they've written down or shared in seminars or put onto audio programs is, I, I learned this from a very wise man named Kopp Kopmeyer, who spent more than 50 years studying success. And he had developed more than 1,000 success principles that he had derived out of something like 6,000 books. And when I met him, I asked him the question you would ask. Of all these thousand principles, because I had studied it all, which is the most important principle of all? And he said, Brian, he said, it's simple. He said, use proven success methods. He said, learn from the experts. He said, Brian, you'll never live long enough to learn it all for yourself. So what I find is that successful people are those who learn from others who've gone before them. Unsuccessful people try to make it all up. Like a cook going into the kitchen, taking ingredients out of the cupboards, throwing them all in a bowl, and wondering why it doesn't taste good. This is why people's sales careers, why 80% of salespeople are functioning well below their potential, 
Only 20% make all the money. Why 20% of businesses in any industry make all the profits. Why 20% of the professionals in any uh, service uh, make 80% of the money and so on. It's because they follow proven success principles, proven recipes, proven formulas, proven combinations. And they just do them over and over again until they master them. Then they can do more and more of them, faster and faster, easier and easier, at a higher level of quality. And all that translates into greater results. They're always going to get ready to get set to get going. What we've got to do is, boom, just like that, move into action. See, if you don't get started, you're never going to get finished. How do we do that? Start early. I believe when you wake up, you should get up. The second you wake up, get your feet hit the floor. Move into action. And you know, you'd be wise if you sit down at night before you go to bed and write down six goal-achieving activities. These are goal-achieving activities. Write down six of them. And when you wake up in the morning, you move into action. You know where you're going to go. You don't even have to think about it. Step into action and get on the first one. When you get it done, forget it and go to the second one. Don't think about the first one. Focus on two. Don't even think about three. When you get two done, go to three. Six goal-achieving activities. And when you wake up in the morning, move into action on them. Quit holding yourself back. Don't wait. You say, well, I really don't know how I'm going to get started and the way will show itself. It just appears. I have found when you get started, when you move into action, everything starts to happen around you. As a man who has devoted his whole life to the most clear-headed science, to the study of matter, I can tell you, as the result of my research about atoms, this much. There is no matter as such. All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force which brings the particle of an atom to vibration and holds this most minute solar system of the atom together. We must assume, now listen to a greatest scientist on the planet, we must assume behind this force the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. Now, that is very, very powerful um, evidence. One of the things that really intrigues me is this idea and I heard it many, many years ago. I'm not even sure of the original source where I heard it. But it goes like this. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Albert Einstein once observed that uh, you have the most fundamental and major decision that you have to make in your life is this. Do I live in a friendly or a hostile universe? Which is it?